0: Hey guys, this is Liz Candace. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Ebony Clark.
1: Hey, this is Mindy Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation.
2: Hello, Women's Sports Nation, WNBA, NWSL, USWNT, any other acronyms in the world of women's sports that you honor, uh, we're here for you. Good to have you. Uh, this is a, a special a quick episode we wanted to get out much sooner than later um, with the recent news of the lawsuit settlement between U.S. soccer and the U.S. women's national team. We wanted to get a chance to dive into the details on that and give in some perspective. Uh Mike has been you and Mike McPhee, our co-host for NWSL Nation, when we get the chance to put those together. And uh him and I were looking to put together a live stream and you know have a very classic conversation, similar to a lot of the content you hear here on on the show. Unfortunately, due to some weather constraints, uh in my area, I was unable to to be able to jump on that because of wifi issues and whatnot. And so Mike took the time to essentially have a solo discussion and really dive deep into the details that we know of this situation, what the impact is going to be, uh, you know, how this is going to affect the world of, of the NWSL as well. And, and, you know, really what to look forward to from this point. Uh, now that we're rolling into this news, obviously we have uh, a season, the NWSL, the Challenge Cup is right around the corner, so there's a lot to be excited about. So Mike did a wonderful job diving into that. I think you're going to enjoy that very much. Before we do that, as always, I just why not go do the line of plugs, of course. But of course, you can follow our program uh, on Twitter at WNBA Nation Pod. You can use that same terminology to find us on Facebook. Uh, those will be really the main socials to dig out to us. Twitter is where we are especially. Uh, dive in to give feedback as events go and keep you linked to different events. Uh, Most of our episodes are, recorded during a Twitch live stream. We'd love to have you join us during those streams. It's always a good time. We have a great community of people who listen in, give their thoughts, their feedback. We love doing Q and A's with Twitch feedback. It's been an awesome experience. So uh, check us out over there, twitch.tv slash WNBA nation and stay on top of the Twitter. That's usually where we'll link out our links when we do go live on the Twitch. Uh, of course, you can find us on Apple pod, Google play anywhere you listen to podcasts. I try to avoid that phrase because you hear that everywhere. But if you use the thing to listen to podcasts, you're going to find us. Spotify, Stitcher, maybe you download just an MP3 and load it to an iPod Nano. You still have. I don't know how you live your life, but you can find the show. If you do listen anywhere that has a review structure, especially Apple Podcasts, we'd love a five-star review and some feedback on... What you like about the show, what your experience has been, uh, what we can do to make the show an even more exciting experience for you. We always love that. If you're looking for some merch, head over to our store envy page that we do have linked to our Twitter. Uh, our producer Jason continues to put together stellar content there. If you have ideas for merch, we'd love to hear it even. We're, we're open to that as we uh, dive into and whether that's WNBA and uh, UHF, whatever it is, uh, we're happy to PHF, sorry. UHF, that's the, is that Weird Al? It wasn't that his movie? Anyway, uh, we're here to, to really help uh, create some cool, inclusive content that way, but check out our merch page, check us out on the Twitch, listen to the podcast, all kinds of ways uh, for you to Really get your fix into hearing more about news and discussions when it comes to the world of women's sports. And with that, I'm not going to halt this any longer. Let's talk about uh, this very, very monumental news of this, this settlement between US
3: soccer and the US women's national team. I will kick it over to Mike now. Take it away. Hey, NWSL nation, fans of the NWSL, US women's national team women's sports, or just humanity in general. My name is Mike McPhee, and I am coming at you today. It is a big day, and not just because it is Tuesday, 2-22-22, although that's pretty cool. Um, We have big news in the world of women's sports and gender parity. After years and years of Legal Battles and Barriers and Setbacks, U.S. Soccer has settled a lawsuit with the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team for $24 million. And I just wanted to jump in and talk about this this big breaking news and its implications um, on the game, the future of the game, because this is, I don't think we can understate how important this development is. Um, a lot of people, myself included, maybe never thought we would get to this point, but here we are today. And so, yeah, let's, let's dive in. So just to give a little context, um, as many of, you know, men's and women's sports are very rarely compensated equally. Um, not in pay, not in coverage, not in treatment. There are, there's so many disparities between how they're treated. Um, and the U.S. women's national team has fought for decades. And despite their dominance on the field and four world cups to their name, they continue to be paid less than their male counterparts. And about six years ago, um, they decided to take things into their own hands and make it a legal battle against U.S. soccer for discrimination. And so players filed a lawsuit. There have been lots of legal twists and turns since then. But um, we arrived today where U.S. soccer and, and basically gave the players that were suing essentially everything they were looking for. They, In, in settling the lawsuit, they acknowledge damage was done. That this is nothing short of discrimination that harmed the players, the team, the game itself. Um, that there was not, in fact, equal pay no matter how they tried to spin and twist their arguments. And that they need to make changes going into the future. So the settlement itself is basically broken into two parts. Uh, the first part is uh, U.S. soccer. Um, Will pay twenty-four million dollars, and that will be uh, given as player compensation uh, to the players that brought the lawsuit, past players, and um, as well as as a fund for post-career options, as well as charitable causes of the players' choice. Um, So this is this is really acknowledging and compensating for the damages that have been done to the players that played under this unequal system. And the second part, and perhaps the biggest part is that going forward, the women's national team and the men's national team will receive equal pay. So that as many players have put it, the future generations, the players that make it to the national team in the future, will never have to go through that same struggle. Does this mean that the battle is over that conditions are now all equal of course not there there is still many many instances of sexism misogyny and unfair treatment but this is a substantial win that not only acknowledges the the past inequalities but also paves the way for the future of the game. And this is huge news, not just for for this one team. This is this sets precedent for international standards. I, I know many, many teams, club teams, national teams around the world do not have gender parity. And um this sets a huge precedent that empowers players to receive the payment that they deserve. Um, as I said, the U S women's national team is perhaps one of, one of the most successful, uh, teams in, in all of sports. And the fact that they were still being paid less compensated, less than their male counterparts who had performed, um, who hadn't achieved nearly their, their level of success, um, just goes to show that the sexism inherent in the game, um, um, And so this, this was a really big issue. Now, a lot of players played pivotal roles in bringing the legal fight to U.S. soccer. Um, there's lots of different routes they, they could have gone, but many of them put their, stuck their necks out and, and decided to, to take this legal fight straight to U.S. soccer. This was, this was a risk. And there were many times that U.S. soccer tried to retaliate. And, and perhaps endanger their careers. I know many, many disparaging r- remarks were made by the top levels of U.S. soccer. The former president of, of U.S. soccer lost his position due to his entire legal strategy of trying to demean, uh, the women's game itself. And so this has huge implications, not just for this team, not just for the country, I think this is a huge standard to set to ensure equal pay for the future and to compensate for the past damages. Um, lots of players have weighed in. I know I've heard from uh some of the major players in the lawsuit like Megan Rapino, Becky Sauerbrunn, uh Tobin Heath, Kristen Press uh many many of these key players that have worked for years and years battling these unequal conditions calling them out um I know Megan Rapinoe in particular right after winning the world cup called called on US soccer to address this problem and um and this is a really historic day for the team and for the sport I also think this sets a standard for other sports as well um now, this, this comes in the wake of also the NWSL um, enacting their first CBA in their 10-year history, which is um, something that I know we, we all would like to address more, we'll, we'll spend more time on, but, but the domestic league has gone a decade without a CBA, and especially after a year that has seen a lot of coaches lose their positions due to abusing players now is the most important time to empower the players and financial compensation is one of the biggest parts of that. Uh, Of course, there's many other aspects that need to be addressed, um, but the CBA and the NWSL is huge. um, And this is, this is a huge example, not just of learning from other leagues, but setting an example for other leagues, other nations, this is, I, I don't think I can underplay how significant this uh, settlement is. Um, it didn't come as a judge's order. It came, you know, as, as U.S. soccer was willing to acknowledge the problems that exist. And there's no question that these are s- systemic problems. Um, as I said, there's still a lot of work to do. But I think we can take today and the days going forward to celebrate. I know there's nothing more electric as a fan of the game. Being in these stadiums where the fans take time from cheering their team to to chant equal pay, that's one of the most electric feelings that just has united all of us. And the players have really led this fight. I know there's been a huge team that's supported them and, and helped them in their fight because... You know, they're, they're not lawyers. They're not, um, it it's amazing that they, their, their job is to do their best on, on the pitch. And it's frankly ridiculous that they have to be their own advocates and, um, uh, take immense time and effort to make these arguments, make this, uh, public push, you know, put themselves out there publicly, um, to acknowledge the the wrongs, the injustices, the inequalities, but obviously it's paid off and i think the players can celebrate just to look back from a few years ago how far they've come as i said i never i didn't know if this day would ever be possible um I read Megan Rapinoe's remarks. She said she was 100% convinced, which I admired that confidence. They knew they were in the right, but sometimes those barriers are just so difficult to overcome because the disparities have always existed. Um, but I think it's a great day to celebrate. And so just a shout out to the players, to the team behind the scenes that helped make this possible. Um, I guess to US soccer for finally doing the right thing and to all you fans out there that continue to help that public pressure and support the women and the game. And this just makes the environment even better, in my opinion. And we can look forward to that equal pay for for the future generations, for the future national teams in friendlies and international competitions, including World Cup compensation. Um, I think now is a great time to, as I said, celebrate, but also to think about where the other disparities exist. How do we get better coverage? How do we get, um, better, better training, better off the field accommodations, um, more broadcasting, more, more promotion. More advertising, right? Like the, these are other issues that need to be addressed. And we as fans, as players, as advocates, just everyone involved or passionate about this game, about women's sports, or about equality in general. These are, these are the questions we need to be asking now. But, you know, I, I think today's a great day to celebrate. And, um, I think that's, that's all I have. Again, I'd, I'd like to, uh, thank everybody for listening and hopefully we can, we can dive deeper into maybe the NWSL CBA or, um, or different players' takes on what this settlement means. i uh, love to, love to hear your reactions. Me, I'm, I'm just, I'm just absolutely thrilled. So, all right. I will talk to you soon, NWSL Nation, women's sports fans. Thanks, you guys. I've been Mike McPhee. Talk to you soon.
1: Well, WNBA Nation, hopefully you enjoyed... That uh, analysis and insight into the breaking news coming out from U.S. women's soccer and the settlement that was reached uh, and all that stuff. Uh, we appreciate Mike being part of our group here. Uh, if you haven't heard it in the past, him and Steve have done NWSL Nation, kind of a sister show to what we do here. Uh, they do that periodically. It's, it's not as consistent, perhaps, as our show. But if you're in the mood for some good content, obviously you can check them out. Uh, and we usually host at least some, if not all, of that content here as well. Well, for those of you interested in supporting women's sports outside of just the WNBA, uh, once again, I'll point you to our socials on Twitter and Facebook at WNBA Nation Pod. Uh, we appreciate it. When you rate and review the podcast, give us five stars. We'll read your review out loud and give you a shout out on the air. I know we've got one of those pending. So our next time we're recording live, uh, we've got one of those to read. And that is exciting. In addition, if you want to pick up some merch, you can go ahead and do that at wnbanation.storeenvy.com. And last but not least, we highly recommend you check out the show live. We record live on Twitch, technology permitting, which is sometimes an issue for me because of my Wi-Fi, uh, but technology permitting, we record our episodes live on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash wnbanation. Give us a follow there. Uh, that costs you nothing. It's it's easy to do, and it lets you know when we go live. Uh, and if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you can subscribe. That gives us a couple Bucks, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, and if you want to, out of the goodness of your heart, give us a subscription out of your pocket. We would appreciate that. It helps cover the operating cost of the show, and also gives us the chance to give you guys exclusive uh, coverage, uh, looks into things like the All Star Game, uh, March Madness, stuff like that. We're able to cover those things live and, and get some some media access there. So all of that helps out the show. And as always, we appreciate you being here uh, on behalf of Steve, Mike, and myself. This
3: is WMB Nation. We got you next time.